Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy. You know, uh, I uh, was just listening to uh, somebody on YouTube just a minute ago. And it got me to thinking about how uh, these uh, quote-unquote famous black women are always caping to pop audiences. Well, pop audiences, I'm saying predominantly white audiences. And other uh, things. And the things that they do. That shows me that they're definitely capable for them. Let me explain. This is DJ Wolf Live. Alright guys. Um, what I wanted to talk about was uh, things regarding uh, people like Serena Williams, Cardi B, and Nicki Minaj, among others. Alright. Now, uh, let me start off with... Uh, Serena Williams. Now, Serena and her sister Venus uh, have been known for years to date, uh, and Janet Jackson too, by the way, have been all have been known to date predominantly lighter-skinned guys. And matter of fact, Venus has been known to date white guys, and Serena had, had date all kind of light-skinned and white guys, and now she's married to one. All right. In the case of uh, Vince Williams, uh, I didn't really go to a full spectrum about it, but it looks like that she got her uh, Negro wake-up moment at the tennis match. Um, I don't really want to go into details. I didn't actually see, I saw some of the tennis match, and I'm still confused about what happened. Um, but there's a couple of things that did bother me about that. The predominantly uh, white stream media, I call it, um, wants to manipulate the, your thought process and one of the things that they definitely did was two things they wanted to portray uh, Serena Williams as an angry black woman okay I mean yeah she was pissed but of course they want to uh, portray her in the stereotype like they do when all of a sudden people who they like to see when all of a sudden gets mad about something uh I guess a girl who they said was Japanese, where the dominant race in her in her family and in her bloodstream stream was black. She has a black father, okay. And someone in the in, in the media on a, I don't know uh, 
what media site or uh, media company it was, portrayed her as being a white blonde chick. But her mother was Asian. You know? But they, you know, and, and, and media keeps saying, well, she got beat by this Japanese girl. This Japanese girl. The girl is black, Haitian, and Japanese. Okay? She's biracial. Okay? And the girls are black. She's a black girl, really. You know? But they want to say, oh, she was beat by another race. No, she was beat by the black girl. And y'all didn't want to give the black, other black girl credit. The media wants to play these fucking games. You know? But if you think about it, why did not her husband, uh, Alexis O'Hannon, whatever the fuck his name is, I think it's Alexis O'Hannon, he didn't even speak out on her behalf at all. He didn't say a word. He publicly didn't say anything. He never actually commented, at least nothing I've seen in the media where he commented on people uh, attacking her. Hmm. I find that very interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Um, but uh, Serena um, was, when, and I saw a video of that, where she was talking about, well, I got a daughter and all that. I mean, what did your daughter got to do with you have the point taken off of you for something uh, on a tennis match. Now you're going to use that as an excuse to not have the point taken off of you? I'm not defending the actions of what the, they did because this is not the first time that she got fucked with on the tennis uh, court in the past uh, month where they actually uh, gave her a, a, a violation uh, because of a dress, that, I mean, an outfit that she had on. And I'm like, Serena Williams been wearing stuff like that for years. Why all of a sudden they had a problem with it? Really? That's the other thing. The tennis world wants to, wants to uh, dictate <laughs> to her that uh, we're going to just fuck with you. Now, now you got, got a white guy, you still black. <laughs> That's interesting. That's another whole story. You know. Um... But I, I just I just find the whole situation with that odd though, man. Because she actually came out and said that. Oh, well, you know, I got a daughter and blah blah blah. I was like, okay, they don't care about that. You're black. They that they, they have no fucks to give about you anymore. You know? They really don't. They're looking for that next big thing in tennis. And they want to make sure that you're no longer the dominant tennis player, especially because you're black. You know, that's another whole story. And they know it. That's what this is all about. They want to fuck with you. And they're doing a damn good job of it right now, unfortunately. You know. But the outfits that she wear, you know, obviously you can't, you, you are caping uh, for showboating at times, too. I'll say that. I've been saying that off and on for years. You know. But um, I don't know. It's is it something that now that it got to a point where Serena uh, is losing her edge, or is the fact that they are trying to make her lose her edge? I'm thinking it's the latter part. They're trying to make her lose her edge, which is why they they're fucking with her. To be honest, um. 
Nicki Minaj. She another one. I'll be honest with you. She's a gorgeous woman. She's a gorgeous ass woman. She finds hell. Um, the ass ain't real, but she finds hell. Here's my thing on her. She's also be caping too. You know. She still come off, you know, a little bit on the hood rich side, but on the same token, uh, she doesn't identify with black. If you see the stuff that she wear, okay, she's wearing pink and uh, red hair one minute, pink and white hair another, completely bleached blonde another. She don't even dress black. She dress white. And then um, the album that she had that she put out, she's dressing, she has an Asian theme behind it. Where's your culture at? You're being vultured by culture vultures and stuff to, to dominate who you really are. And you're allowing it. You know? But the ratchetness is going on is just insane. And white people are eating it up. Well, black people are too, but that's the problem. We have a culture of people who like ratchet shit. And don't mind the stuff being ratchet. That's the bad part about it. They don't mind ratchetness. You know? That's what I don't get. How the hell are you going to go for ratchet stuff? And then wonder why people look at you like, oh, people think we're savages and this and that and the other. Well, yeah. Because y'all down for that bullshit. That's why. World Star Hip Hop wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for that bullshit. For real. And what for when y'all liking uh, uh for what what if it wasn't for you, for us liking that kind of stuff. You got kids today uh all over the country and maybe all over the world, all over the country filming kids fighting in high schools or getting beat up by bullies and stuff like that. They get thrilled out of that. I witnessed one where kids were fighting up in my yard. I had to call police on the ass. Okay? Filming. Filming the, filming the videos. Yeah. And they filming not only in high school, they filming outside school too. But they filming in high schools as well with these phones. And I'm going to tell you right up front, that's where not only parents got to come into the, in the forefront with that mess, but schools too. Because schools know that kids walk around with cell phones all day. All right? This in lies the problem. There's no regulation when it comes to uh, uh, kids' behaviors anymore. That's why they do all this crazy shit. You know? What they should do, for real, it should be a way where uh, you can actually restrict the phones to a certain point where during class it's no phone zone okay seriously and if you get caught with the phone hey you get a penalty for it because that's ridiculous and that's part of the problem all this ratchetness is going on and education schools actually should be a place of learning but they're into all this ratchet shit that's out here online and stuff you know Parents have to do a better job of staying on their kids uh, when it comes to the education. 
And I know some people think education don't mean that. Education means a lot. Education is the reason you're able to do things as an adult, okay? Regardless of what it is. You know, you need education for something, okay? All this ratchet shit that's going on, stuff you don't need, you know? And that's part of the problem, you know? We, 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 you know, we want... Oh, they'll be all right. Just don't leave them alone. You know, there's always some old school mothers, okay? And some of the new school mothers, too. But the old school mother, I know for a fact, does. The new school mothers do it, too. Well, they don't. They feel that they they, they, they are stepping on over the bounds of, of their parental uh, guidance by tell, not telling the kids, oh, okay, or, or saying, oh, leave the kid alone. They'll be all right. I've heard that. And every time I heard, I wanted to slap him in the face for saying it. I really did. You know. But, you know, we we had to do a better job of, uh, yeah, in other words, let, let, let me call it like this. We have to be more in the identity of us as who we are, okay, in our own skin, you know. And I used, I used to, the thing I used to say to my dad when I was when I was a kid. When I now I take that as an adult. I'm sorry, as an adult I said this. I'm proud to be black. I know I know we had a long history history of, of struggling throughout our history, you know, for hundreds and hundreds of years, hundreds of decades. But I wouldn't change who I am for anybody. That's real talk. I wouldn't want to identify myself with anybody but me. That's real talk. You know? I ain't white. I'm black. I ain't trying to be white. I'm black. You know? I ain't trying to be Asian or Mexican. Okay? Or Russian or anything like that. No offense to those guys. But I'm trying to be me. All right. It's funny that uh, the dominant society always wants you to be like them, but they would never want to be like you. They wouldn't want to live like you. Won't want to want to talk like you. They want to eat like you. If they do want to talk like you, they're pretending. You know, that's just make a mockery out. That's usually the case. You know, they damn sure wouldn't want to live like you or live how you live. You know, bang or apple, double guys. They they would never do that. But just saying, be yourself. You know, be yourself in everything you do. Stop trying to cape like a Serena or a Nicki Minaj or even a Cardi B. And stop being so ratchet about it too. By the way, you know, be yourself. This is DJ Wolf. That's all I got to say about that right now. All right? I'm out.